What's up? What's up? Welcome to another episode of Anointed Purity Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Chrissy. I am Princess. And we are here to talk to you guys about submission. What are we talking about, Princess? <laughs> are we talking about submission? Um, this topic runs deep. Mm-hmm. This topic is heavy. And I have a feeling that a lot of people don't like this topic. Um, just from experience on the workplace, um, from what I've seen in people's relationships, um, submission is like, it's like, it's a, it's, it's hard, it's a hard thing to do. Let's just put it that way. And yeah. especially without God, like you can't submit. Like there's just no way you can. Wait a minute. Without God, who are you even submitting to? Like, <laughs> What are we doing here? You know, it's like, I know that submission for me is obedience. And it's not like the obedience from like a bossy type of perspective, like um, like a parent type of motherly type, I tell you what to do, you gotta do it type of submission. But it's more like I trust you type of submission. What does what does submission mean to you, Princess? Uh, I'm definitely gonna have to agree with the fact that it is obedience, and I feel like it's it's always gonna be easy to submit to someone who is truly a leader. So, mm. um, and God understands that more than anything. I mean, because He is the paradigm of leadership, of what we should look for in leadership. Um, so. Whether I'm submitting to a man or a woman, whatever the case might be, if my boss is a woman and I, she's in charge, you know, she runs the place, I have to submit to her authority in a sense. Or a spouse or your boyfriend, whatever the case might be, you need to submit to this person because that's it's the right thing to do. Right. It keeps relationships in line. Um, and a lot of times it makes things run smoother. Because like you said, if you're submitting to someone who has great leadership qualities, you trust this person and because because this person is a great leader, they're not going to think they know it all. So I feel like submission is a two-way street. Like, yes, we definitely have to submit to our spouses and God and our significant others. However, to a certain degree, there has to be some level of submission from them to us, right? Um, Because like I said, not one person knows it all. So if I have an idea or if I know something, I have an experience um, and I share it like with you, princess, you know, it, it would be easier, smoother if you say, I didn't know that. As opposed to, no, I don't, we shouldn't do it this way. Let's do it my way, right? So it's also a compromise. I agree. Um, Sometimes you have to agree to disagree. Um, And I think that, um, yeah, it it can't be one-sided. You you can't look at it and say, well, I have to listen to him and he doesn't have to listen to me. Whereas we're, it's, it's more of a, we're in this together type of thing. It's mm-hmm. a partnership. And I'm speaking more on, on a relationship basis, um, you know, between a man and a woman and things of that nature. And and I, 
I'm seeing how society is today about it's like women want to be men and men want to be women. Um, I'm going to kind of go off a little bit in the sense like, okay, like for example, when they talk about who makes the first move, you see a guy you like, Mm -hmm. who makes the first move? Is he supposed to make the first move or are you supposed to make the first move? And I've, I mean, I'm old school in the sense that I believe the guy should make the first move. That's, that's just my mindset. Yeah. Because it always works better. Men know what they want. Right. If he wants you, it'll be clear. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you need to go and chase a man. It is the man's job to hunt. It is his job to pursue you if mm-hmm. he wants you. If right. he's not pursuing you, then honey, he doesn't want you. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> There's no guessing. <laughs> you will know with men. They're straight shooters, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why I feel like, um, I just feel like man is the head, you know? Yeah. Men are just good at certain things that women are not good at, yeah. you know? And we need to accept that, but we're in a time where women want to do everything that men are doing, and I'm just like, know your place. Mm-hmm. Know your role. That God put you in. Yes. Not not the role that society put you in. We're not talking about that role. We're talking about the role that God ordained. The role that God specifically put us in. God is very intentional. That's going to be a recurring theme in our podcast. Because it's so true. Like nothing is accidental, coincidental. It's all intentional. So when God made man first, that was on purpose. He did that for a reason. That yeah. was like that was very intentional. Absolutely. And and you know, I'm not ashamed to say this, but I, I'm saving myself for marriage. Yeah. That was that was a decision I, I made for a long time ago. I'm still living in this decision that I made, waiting on the Lord. And I remember I told God this confidence i was like listen i'm not getting with anybody that's not willing to pursue Mm -hmm. if there is no pursuit sir nothing's gonna happen right were you expecting me to tell you hey i might no i'm not i'm not doing that because you know what you want and i always say god may the best man win because if he's pursuing me then he knows what he wants yep you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so i know my role yeah and I am content because I'm playing my role. Exactly. Now, don't get me wrong. Women, we can do anything we want. We can be anything we want. We are strong. Mm-hmm. We are powerful. But the Bible does say we are the weaker vessel as well. Mm-hmm. You understand? So yes. Like, you know your limit and you got to stay in your lane. And I feel like we, we just... Mm-mm. Like, like, for example, and I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to take this left field a little bit. <laughs> go ahead. Go left. <laughs> Mm-hmm. For example, are promiscuous. They, oh, I've been with her. I've been with her. How many bodies have? And women are like, well, we can do that too. Why are you judging us if we have body count? Da, 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 da. And I know we live in times where it's like some men are like, oh, I don't care. She could have a thousand body counts. I don't care. And this and that. I don't want nobody quoting me. But here's here's me, my stance. I don't think a woman should be doing that. Mm-hmm. And guess what? The Bible does. The Bible calls it a whore. The Bible calls that act a whore, plain as day. The woman who 
is promiscuous, sleeping around. But guess what? And it sounds so bad. It does, princess. But the Bible doesn't say that about a man. It just doesn't. It actually talks about the man having multiple wives. So it's like God designed it this way. And like I'm in a polygamy, I mean, a monogamous relationship. So I'm not condoning anything. I'm just stating the facts of the Bible. We know, you know, this person had six wives and this and that. So it's talked about in the Bible, right? But you never hear, oh, Mary had three husbands and Sarah had eight husbands. Like you don't hear about that because that's not God's design. It's just not. And I know we're going, I know we're going to touch a lot of folks the wrong way, but that's what we're here for. We're here to tell you exactly what the Bible says unapologetically, right? Because God's word is that's it and that's all. So it's the whole truth. (laughs) Nothing but. because we can go in in but we're gonna leave it at that because that's what God said don't listen don't kill the messenger <laughs> um it's a but, very heavy listen it's a very heavy topic yeah because I can't tell you how many interviews I've seen and how many um just all of these all of this nonsense about the society we live in it's even in our music mm. you know female rappers like you know it's just it's it's crazy and I love I love hip hop. Mm-hmm. I I listen to a lot of hip hop. I, yeah. I would be a hypocrite if I if I said that I didn't listen to some of these songs. But I don't allow these the music to dictate my lifestyle. Right. My body is God's temple, and I can't allow. Just he's not gonna be happy sharing his space because everything you do sexually and all that. Sex is more of a spiritual thing more than anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This person is literally in you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it's exchanging like, energy. It's dangerous. You deciding to go and sleep with 10, 15. You're like, I can sleep with whoever I want. No, you can't, honey. Right. You can't sleep with whoever you want because it's not going to be good for you. It's nope. not going to be good for your mental health. Mm-mm. It's not physical health like it's just not emotional health emotional because you know we're very emotional creatures anyway so yeah it's it's just it's not a good look it's just not a good and you know coming from take it from someone who lived that lifestyle like it's not a good look it's just not and it's just it's very 
taxing on your emotions because if you start to get attached and like you said a, a man knows what he wants and if he just wants sex and then you start to get attached now you're submitting to again the wrong things right yeah. and god let me tell you god had to sit me down with submission because whoo i i that was one of my one of my weak points you know i had a problem with submitting I was like, the boss <laughs> is my way. I catch your attitude if we don't want to do it my way. And it was, it would always just turn out ugly, you know? And even like with my family, like I've been in a situation where God is like, either you're going to submit to me or this is going to be very bad for you. And I can see <laughs> that it's going to be very bad for me, you know, like, Things being said um, that you don't mean, you know, um, people can get hurt. It can be tragic. Like not submitting to God's will can be very detrimental in life. And I real and I realize that sometimes people bring on their own woes, you know, their own problems by not just submitting. And and it might just it might sound. Um, like superficial, like, what do you mean submit to God? You know what I mean? So let me explain. Like, sometimes when you know you doing everything you can do, you've done everything you can do. Like, for example, a child, let's say a child is out in the street. Let's talk about the prodigal son, right? You've done everything you can do, provided everything. And the kid still goes out selling drugs, doing drugs, whatever. At some point, you have to submit to God and say, I give it to you, God, because you trying to go out there and look for them or, you know, force them into rehab. Your efforts are in vain. You have to submit to God and say, "Okay, God, you know, I've done everything I can do, because if you don't, it's like you're spinning your wheels and you're not getting anywhere. I I agree, because I know that I've lived. I've definitely lived through seasons of not submitting to God. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's first and foremost. Yeah. Your, submission, your submission to God should be first before you can even submit. I know some women struggling in their relationships because they don't have a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. They don't know what submission truly looks like. This is why singleness is important. That's yeah. a whole other topic of its own. Right. But in your singleness, before you, you know, walk down the aisle and become somebody's spouse or whatever whatnot, you you have to have that relationship with God, build your relationship with God, build a relationship with yourself. And in building that relationship, you learn about submission to God. Because even in a marriage, you need God's help. God has to be right in the middle of that thing in order mm-hmm. for it to work. And how can God help you if you have no submission to him? That mm-hmm. means you don't obey him. Mm-hmm. If he told you to do something, you wouldn't do it. If he said apologize to him, you'd be like, I'm not apologizing to him. It was his fault. No submission. Yep. Or vice versa. God may say, apologize to her. And he's like, well, it was her fault. But that submission that you have to God will allow you to obey him and just heed his instruction. Mm-hmm. What he's telling you to do, you know? And what you said there, too, about how you might have a child who may be dealing with you know substance abuse and god may say well let it go yeah and you're like what right let this go. I'm it's my baby 
Mm-hmm. And that's like that's key right there. Just learning submission is hard. Oh yeah, God. yeah, and it's, you know what's also important? The man, the man submitting to God. Because how if your man or your parents is not submitting to God, how can they expect you to submit to them? I think that's that's so important. It's like critical because it's like the blind leading the blind. Like, who, what are we like? What are we doing here? You know, it's like I need to see your relationship with God. I need to see that you talk to God when when there's times of happiness and times of trials. I need to know that you have a connection with God on a deeper level because that's gonna make me want to submit to you even more. Absolutely. I think that's important. No, it's very important. I mean, if you a husband, you want to be a good husband, man, I hope you're listening. Yes. You want to be a good husband. Women too. You want to be a good wife. You have to really um you have to really seek the Lord mm. you know on a personal level and understand what he's because only God can make things right. Only he really can, and God can't talk to somebody who's not willing to listen. And if you're not in some, if this man is not submitted to God, I'm not submitted to him. No right, way. right. He's got nothing to offer me. Nothing. nothing. I mean, who is he listening to besides himself and himself? Exactly. Like, <laughs> who are you listening to? Like, listen. Right. So anything you do is, is gonna it's 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 essentially gonna be for selfish gain, your mm-hmm. personal gain. Exactly. But if God lives in this man who's submitted to God, then it's like, okay, he's he's not selfish. Mm-hmm. There's some love, there's some real unconditional love. Yeah. And God talks yeah. about us knowing knowing people by the fruits they bear. Right? You're gonna know if he's submitting to God. Because he's going to be loving you. He's not going to be abusing you. It's And I don't think love is supposed to hurt. Like, you know, I know it's a thing as tough love. But I do believe that in the end, it might, it might hurt while you're going through it. But in the end, you know, you come out a diamond, right? Yes. Formed under pressure. So, I yeah. Pain, I do believe there's pain in love. But it's not the pain of, you know, there's a difference when somebody's constantly hurting you. Yeah. They know they're hurting you. And it's like the way they are is hurting you because you love this person. You want the best for them. Um, but I believe, like, there's pain in terms of, like, the suffering that you go through together. Mm-hmm. But then I also agree with you in the sense that love shouldn't hurt in the sense that this person is constantly hurting you. Yeah. You're constantly hurting me. But if we're hurting together because we're in a spot, a tough spot, yeah. season, that's a different kind of hurt, you know what I'm saying? Right. We're suffering together, we're praying together and saying, God brings out of this situation. You know oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, that type of pain brings... You know, that's the long suffering. That's the um, the discipline and the character building. That's the the test that brings out the testimony, right? So yeah, I agree. I agree for sure. <laughs> oh we need that. God. We need that. And what is this? Look, I was. This is really interesting because before we hopped on, 
first, I, I just want to see, because I know some people might disagree with this, and I read it in every version possible, and it says it the same way. First Corinthians 11, verse 9. Mm-hmm. It says, neither was man created for woman, but woman for man. Yes. And then the, 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 oh my gosh, I want to read in a different version for you, just to prove what I'm saying. Like, the NLT version now says, and man was not made for woman, but woman was made for man. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. This is really interesting. Every time I read this this passage, I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like, how much clearer can it be? Right. I mean, I'm not saying that women, we're slaves, the men, we got to do everything said. No. That's a little far-fetched. But right. I'm saying, like, in the sense that God is telling you that man is the head. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, he leads. And I mean, that's how I see it. Mm-hmm. My perspective on the scriptures that, because, like, if you go back to the garden, I mean, Adam was made, created first. Right. But then he was, he felt like he was by himself. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I need help. Yeah. Lord. I need some help. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the conversation looked like. I don't know what kind of help he needed. <laughs> I mean, he was really smart. We know what kind of help he needed. <laughs> he's a man. Yeah. The help right. that I need. Right. So God created the woman for him. For so him. It's his helper. Yeah. I mean, how much clearer can it be? It's, it's clear as day. It's just people don't want to adhere to what the Bible says. They want to take this verse and make it this and that verse and make it that. But you have to, like you just did, you went back to Genesis. You went to 1 Corinthians 11, 9. And... It's precept upon precept. You know, it says the same thing. It's no mistaken. And if we, if you do, if you use the Bible to interpret the Bible, it'll always say the same thing. Some people be like, oh, the Bible contradicts itself. No, it'll always say the same thing. And in this case, man was created, woman was the helper, and the, and the woman was created for the man. So ladies, you should be helping your man. Yes, help him. Exactly. <laughs> That's what God wants you to do. Play your role, girl. Absolutely. And I feel like that's, you know, that's gonna that's where the the um that's where the peace comes in a lot of relationships. Mm-hmm. I mean, people not knowing where they are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You know, and look at me talking about relationships. You know, somebody might, whoever's listening to this, you know, you might feel like there's a disconnect in your relationship with your significant other. And you're like, what is the, what is the disconnect? Well, you guys are probably not connected, you know, the way God has ordained it, you know? So this is, it's dangerous and it creates potholes. Yeah. And then what is this? What is this with society about people being toxic? Like how, like I'm toxic. Like, mm. people wear that as a badge. Oh, girl, he toxic. I love him. No. Like, why is that <laughs> such... What I are mean, we doing here? <laughs> listen, I, I get it. Like, there's some people who are weird in the sense, like, they're like, oh, it's really sexy that mm-hmm. he talks to you like that. I'm like, that's not sexy. Right. I mean, he's got to respect you. Right. Like, no, he's toxic. 
and I'm toxic and I love it. And I'm like, no. (laughs) Yeah. Demand it. Demand that respect. But I think that, you know, social media and these um, reality shows, it's just, it paints this picture of this like functioning toxicity and it just mm, I'ma head on out because that's that's not that's not my cup of tea (laughs) that's not what I want like I can't imagine being disrespected in any in front behind closed doors or in you know in person or or being abused I just it's just not something that I think any woman any woman should endure from their spouse. I agree. But it's, you know it's, so it's glamorized, like you said. This is hilarious because I was watching a TikTok video the other day and then the guy's playing a woman. He acts like he's sleeping mm-hmm. and he gets a message on his phone. He looks at his phone and then the phone says, good morning, beautiful. I'm thinking about you. And then he went like this and he turned the phone over like, I don't want to hear that this morning. Then they show another scenario. He picks up the phone and then it said, get up, B. You know you're not sleeping. I can't. You know, yeah. And I'm like, and then he goes, eh, like, I like that. And I'm oh. like, women who actually dig that, that a guy talks to them like that. Mm. Like that, and that's what I mean when I say toxic. Like, as if the guy is mean, he disrespects you, he treats you like garbage, and you're like, he's toxic, it's okay, that's just how he is. And I'm like, no, that's not okay. Not at all. I don't want a guy to call me a female dog. Right? Oh, I can't stand it. <laughs> I don't even like it in a playing sense. I never did though. I just like I'm 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 working really hard to be a classy lady, <laughs> to be a, su- a successful businesswoman. I don't I don't want to be labeled anything other than that. And my last point on sub- submission is I feel like if you're waiting on the Lord and you're submitting to Him. There's beauty. You can focus on the beauty in being patient, right? And in what's going to come because God is not a man that he shall lie, right? So the things that he says is going to come if you do this, you know, God said, just keep your mind stayed on me and I'll keep you in perfect peace. So just focus on the peace and in the pay, you know, the endurance of patience while you're submitting to God and waiting on him to bring about the things that he said will come, you know, and in the discipline that you're building by waiting on God. It's, it's power in submission, y'all. I'm trying to tell you, it's, it's a lot of power in character building in submission for I real. Agree. And I think, like you said, you do have to have you have to exercise a lot of patience. Yes, yes, yes. 
And there's this story. Did, did you see the story of the guy that, and it's like, it just makes me wonder, cause you know, people deal with a lot of different mental health issues, right? But I always wonder with mental health, what is the correlation to their relationship with God? If any, I don't know. I don't, I really don't. From, from my experience, um, a lot of times God is not in the picture. And that's just from my little small perspective of, you know, people I've dealt with in my career in the past 15 years dealing with mental health patients and clients. Um, but the, in the, I was reading on Instagram, the guy who committed suicide at Disneyland, he jumped off of the building and it just, it, it brought a lot of thoughts to mind. Like, you know, when, anytime some, I read about someone committing suicide, it always brings a flood of questions to my mind about what was their relationship like. Cause sometimes their relationship with God doesn't even matter, you know? Um, their submission to God is non-existent a lot of times, which they feel hopeless. And, you know, I thought that was a very interesting article because he his um, suicide note was explaining that this how flawed the system is. And I know that it can be frustrating, especially for men, because if I call the cops on my husband right now, guess who they're taking? I don't I could have no bruises no nothing but he's out of here and that's i think that's difficult to deal with especially with men especially black men in america because it's like the system and the, the guy that died he wasn't black but i'm just relating it to my culture our culture the system is like but against men in general it's it doesn't favor men and because he got locked up he got laid off and it was just like this series of events of unfortunate events because of he and his wife having an argument and she called the cops on him and he got locked up. So I just think of things like that, like, you know, what was their relationship like with God? I just, was it, did they feel like God had turned it back on him, given up? You know, it's just, it just makes me think in that way. And God bless his family, you know, not trying to be insensitive or anything to suicidal or suicide victims. I'm, I'm just curious, like, if we could do a poll, how many of these people who committed suicide had a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? It's, it's really interesting that you, you know, with this story that you bring up. Um, I also read up on a little story on... Um, about a little a young boy um, who took his life and I mean he committed suicide he was only 12 about, mm. between the age of 10 and 12 mm -hmm. 12 years old and um, and just you know people posting videos about him oh, I miss him and showing you know his little casket to bury his little body mm. his family lived and um, that breaks my heart you know, he's just a kid. Yeah. And I think suicide for 18 and under, that hits home for me because, you know, that's an underdeveloped mind. Yeah. And they truly don't know better. They, you know, you really don't know. You haven't, they haven't really lived life. Right. So really, you, they haven't 
of experience as a 12 year old had you know in this life mm-hmm. um, there are some kids who live in unfortunate situations they grow up in poverty or an abusive household but still it's like you still don't have you know 12 years is not enough yeah. to know that you don't want to live anymore you know and, and so you're talking about this guy and he committed suicide and and they said he had mental health issues this little kid mm. you know was battling his mind it's always in the mind and um and I can also honestly say that I, at some point in my life I was suicidal so and it was always up here mm-hmm. and the urgency to do it to take my life was strong mm. and the reasonings behind well you know and I'm not gonna really get into it yeah but the reasons that were presented to me were just so sound it was like it made sense yeah like, i need to do this because then i might be happier you know yeah. Type of thing. yeah so i agree with you i think mental health is it's major i also think that and this is gonna sound crazy but i also think that mental health is something that can be dealt with in prayer and and god can heal anything yes also agree with you that there have been situations because there's a, it's a double-edged sword there mm-hmm. has also been situations where people have prayed for their loved ones there was even a pastor i heard his story his son took his life mm. pastor right how does he get back up and preach after his son took his life and he was praying that god would heal his son and it's like okay so what happened yeah like what's going on don't always have the answer right. i don't try to you know explain why god didn't do this yeah why god didn't do that there's so much more to the story there's so many layers and i and i can agree sometimes it does feel like god it may feel like he's not there yeah certain situations feel like god is absent even though we truly know god is never absent he says never will i leave you never will i forsake you never and this is a really this is a really heavy topic. I'm, it's taking everything in me to just keep my composure because I know a lot of people, you know, dealing with suicide. It's yeah. a spirit. A spirit. A spirit. Some people are just demonized in that aspect and, and, and they have seasons in their life where they're constantly dealing with this demon, this suicidal demon that's daring them to take their life. And if you're out there listening to this, I just want to let you know, like, you're not going to be happy after taking your life and it's not worth it. Nope. You are loved. God loves you. Um, Absolutely. It's not worth it. Taking no. your life is worth it. Um, don't even attempt. If you're listening to this, God loves you so much. Mm-hmm. And it is not by accident you're listening to this. We're talking about suicide. It's right. something you be dealing with. Whoever's listening to this, you might be dealing with suicide right now. And I just want to let you know God has a plan for your life. God has a plan for everybody. And a lot of people, I mean, the reasoning is, well... Um, nobody loves me. Nobody cares about me. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just been abused my whole life. I feel like I have nowhere to turn to. And right. you can turn to God. Absolutely. He's always. Always lives with you. Always. Submit to him. When we tell you there submission, you <laughs> it's a full circle. Submit to God. Submission is so important. It's so important, guys. So we just, you know, if you're not... Submitting to God first, 
and then your husband's significant other um, second, then just try it. Just practice, you know, practice not being so headstrong, um, not demasculating your, your man. And a lot of times it's done unintentionally. It's like, we're so used to, and we, I'm just going to leave this right here because we, this could be a whole nother subject, but we know a lot of it is systemic. It's a lot of it is systemic because the men, um, the women are offered, um, programs and such from the government, whereas a man's not allowed like section eight, you know, um, food stamps and things like that. So it's like they offer these things and you're not allowed to have a man in the house or else we're going to take it away. And so the women are left to be strong and be providers and all these attributes that a man is supposed to do. But, you know, because we may live in poverty, we may not have that. So we know that it, it takes a lot to to let your your man lead and, and let God lead. But just try it. Just keep practicing and keep praying about it. And we're going to pray for y'all. We're going to pray. You know, practice makes progression. <laughs> But that was a very, very good discussion, Princess. I hope you guys loved it. I hope you learned something from it. Give us your feedback. Let us know what y'all thinking. Um, um, Princess, do you want to end us out in prayer? Absolutely. Um, so let's pray, guys. This has been an amazing discussion. Yeah. Um, I've been blessed. So. Absolutely. God, we just thank you so much for just the opportunity to talk about you, expose the truth about the truth. We just thank you, Lord, for everyone that is listening, Lord, and that they will find the little nuggets that they need in these conversations. And we just pray, Lord, that if there is somebody listening who isn't saved, that, Lord, you would save them. And if there's someone listening that is struggling with suicide or even with submitting to their significant other, to their boss, whatever the situation might be, or even in submission to you, Lord. I just pray that you would show them, give them the wisdom, and show them the benefits of submission. And we just thank you, Lord, for the work that you're doing. And we praise your name forever. Amen. Amen. Awesome. So thank you, Princess. Thank you all for rocking with us on another episode. We will see you next week. Peace and love. Bye, y'all.